Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's installment of The Rap Party. Uh, it is a little different today. This is Pastor Taylor sitting here again with Pastor Ray, but the tables are turned a little bit because you brought the word today. So hey, I'm excited to spend some time breaking that down. Uh, so we're in uh, week five. It's been confusing because I'll be honest, last Sunday I thought I was preaching this week and didn't realize it was, just, it was funny. But uh, anyway, so part part five, we uh, broke chapter three up into two parts. So you concluded chapter three. You want to just start by maybe giving uh, a bird's eye view over uh, what you, you talked yeah. about today? Yeah. So we're looking at John's letter to the churches, first John and um, so far in this series, we've been unpacking the idea that God is light. And it's at this point that the letter shifts from God is light to God is love. So I was focusing on love and really it's the love of God. So the love that Jesus displays for us. And so as the scripture that we're reading tells us, we need to love one another sacrificially, love each other practically, not just in word yeah. or in talk. Um, and then we can know that we have eternal life um, when we abide in God's love, we abide in his truth, mm-hmm. and his spirit abides in us. So that's what we're looking at. Love one another, just yeah. like the Apostle John says, little children love one another. Yeah, you know, my first thought, and kind of laughing um, when we were talking about that, I love how you started the whole sermon off of like the different levels of love or whatever, yeah. uh, you know, arriving at agape, which is kind of, you know, even more so you think about that in this season of, you know, being December and mm-hmm. going into the Christmas season and Jesus being born and all that stuff. Um, you know, but I kept going back to this thought in my mind, and I think you even mentioned it once, was it's easier said than done, yeah. right? You know, mm-hmm. like you, you hear a message like that, and I was thinking about it, and you'd made a statement, which we'll talk about in a second. I was like, oh, man, that's real good. And then my next thought was like, oh, that's going to be really hard <laughs> yeah, to do that, you know, and... uh but my favorite thing you said probably in the whole message um, is when you said uh, something along the lines of, you know, you, we should be shocked if the world likes you, yeah. you know. And uh, can you explain a little bit more of that thought and kind of where you're going with that that message? Um, because, you know, you as a believer, you really do, or even as a human, you want to be liked. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like you want want to leave a lasting legacy impression or, you know, lead people, influence people in the right way. Mm -hmm. But like, as a Christian, if we're basing our lives off of the life of Christ and how much or how many people pushed against or didn't like him, or, you know, obviously the religious leaders and stuff, explain that thought, you know, like we should be shocked if the world likes us, maybe go a little deeper. Yeah. um, Yeah. So the, the kind of the idea that, that comes from is when, uh, the Apostle John is using Cain killing Abel as as a way not to be. Um, and so as Cain hated Abel and as the world hated Je- Jesus, Jesus himself said the, that the world's going to hate us. If, if we're following him, the world's going to hate us. And so uh, my question really for everybody was, do you have somebody in your life that doesn't like you? And maybe it's not a specific person, but... Right. 
do you believe in Jesus's truth? Mm-hmm. And and if you are, then you can see how that's counter what the world is saying. Right. And so I kind of mentioned it first service, not second service, but I, I have to believe that whether you're a Christian or not, if you hear something along the lines of, do you believe what the Bible says or do you believe what the word, world says? There's a few things that I think immediately pop in everybody's mind. And um, seeing that this message is about love, I didn't feel like it was worth going into. But that's what this rap party is for, to dive a little deeper. Right. And so my immediate thoughts are uh, three things. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is the Bible says that there, we're not to have any sex outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is it's not in the Bible, but the Bible tells us that this is true and science confirms it. Life begins at conception. Mm-hmm. And so those are the three things that the world says is right. The world says is truth, the opposite of what the Bible says. And so immediately in my head, how, how can you say that you are a follower of Christ if instead of following what the Bible says about these issues, right. you follow what culture in the world says about mm-hmm. these issues? You know, it, it's, it's cool you say that because um, it's been several months since I heard it. And, and at this point, I don't even remember where I heard it. But, you know, the gospel is offensive. Yeah. You know, if you want to be told whatever it is that you want to be told, you know, like uh, this might be a lame example, but like I am a college football fan. And so like the final rankings just came out for the playoffs and like these teams that were really close to getting in all those fans that didn't get in, they're probably offended, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's kind of the same way with the gospel is like, I think. The offense that comes with the gospel isn't something like I'm just belligerently right. offending yeah. someone, but this offense should lead us to conviction or mm-hmm. repentance. And that's the whole beauty of the gospel in and of itself. And I think, you know, with those three ideas that you you brought up, I think that really does point to what love is. Yeah. And, you know, every one of those layers of love that you talked about is defined by scripture mm-hmm. and you know, it speaks to not just this love between God and man yeah. or a parent and a child or a friend and a friend or acquaintance and acquaintance, however deep you want to go, mm-hmm. but that it is scripturally backed up. It is, you know, with, you know, your point, like scientifically backed up even. And so like you really feel the heartbeat of what John's message was. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you and I talked about it when we were filming this podcast a few weeks ago about how, it feels like John's attitude towards this writing specifically. Um, I don't even know that I felt this way towards his writing in his gospel, but in first John, it really feels like it's like this fatherly conversation. He uses the word beloved a lot, children a lot. Like in, in my chapter a few weeks ago, he closes it out with even like, hey, men, hey, mm-hmm. young ones, hey, you know, basically teenagers, like hitting every level of, of a child, even all the way up to an adult is like this fatherly advice of like, mm-hmm. man, like understand the weight of God's love. And uh, a lot of that. And what really puts a crutch in all of that was how you talked about the things that separate you from that, like anger and gossip Mm -hmm. and things like that. So why do you think 
um, gossip is so detrimental in maybe the attitude of a believer. You know, like if you're trying to live the way you're supposed to live, but you do have that idea. I mean, let's be honest. We all like to be in drama if right. we say we don't want to. Like it, you know, our little antennas poke up when we hear somebody talking about someone else. But it is, you know, a a pretty strong stra- uh, trap of the enemy when it comes to living our faith. So speak to that a little bit of, you know, gossip and anger and how that can really, you know, maybe you could even argue that they come hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, but just speak to that. A yeah, bit. I was kind of thinking that too, as you were kind of setting up the question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I shared this example of two options that we have. We can either, if somebody offends us, we can either go tell people about it or we can go to, to God. Yeah. Um, the Bible talks about how the, the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak, mm-hmm. right? Um, we, we don't do the things we want to do. Instead, we do the things we don't want to do. Paul talks about, and it, it's kind of this idea that like, Anger and gossip, like it's easy. It comes natural in our flesh, yeah. and it and it does give us this like temporary um, fulfillment of of yeah. pleasure. Like you know, yeah. even even like saying maybe some of the worst things about people behind right. their back, like right. you feel good about that. Right. It's just something within us, and but that's not how we're we're called to live. Right, right. We're we're called above that. We're called to have the love of God, which is sacrificial. Mm-hmm. God so loved the world that he sent his son to die on our behalf. And so we really need to lay ourselves down. So when it comes to anger, um, man, it's, it's easier said than done. Um, <laughs> yeah. But to just have this mentality that if I'm angry, um, it really, Jesus equates it with murder, murder right. towards your brother. And so um, I kind of always have this, this thought in my head, like if I could just be aware, more, more aware of the things I say, the things I do, um, and, and just aware of what God is calling me to, then I would just live a better life. And, and I think the more you pull close to God, the easier it is uh, to do the will of the Spirit instead right. of fulfill the flesh. But really, anger um, and gossip, they do go hand in hand because there's this root of bitterness, I think, um, that the apostle talks about in the in his letter with Cain to Abel. He felt offensive, offended by God, like he he wasn't bringing the correct offering, and God rebuked him for it. Um, but he saw that as a sin again of God towards him. Yeah. But it wasn't that at all. God was just saying, you know what you're supposed to, you know the offering that I require. You're not bringing the right one. Your brother is, um, and just that that idea there. Um, instead of seeing things as a rebuke from God. We need to see them as correction yeah. and then start doing the right things. Right. So even even if you right. if you're listening now and you you find yourself you're just an angry person all the time or um you have no problem gossiping about people, like just really consider that God is calling you to love others and and try to lay that aside. You know, and kind of in the the lane of gossip, I was having a conversation with Shelby last last night even and you know i was kind of in my feels and struggling with something and you know there what i've learned um through this season is that there's a difference between like processing your feelings and you know a lot of times processing those feelings is talking about people mm-hmm. whether it's something that was done to you you did something to someone else um if there's something that results in that anger or in you know gossip 
you know, I think a lot of things that connects it to is jealousy. Mm-hmm. And when you're kind of in that, and I told Shelby last night, I was like, you know, she had asked me the question, you know, like, what is the point of talking about it? What is the point of, like, are you just talking about it because you want to be heard? Is it, you know, and, and as I like kind of processed that thought, I was like, man, she's right, because gossip will take root in your heart just like anger, just like pride, just like mm-hmm. jealousy, all this stuff that's not a fruit of the Spirit um, will take root probably easier than a fruit of the Spirit would. Yeah. Um, but it is connected through that love. And and like you mentioned a moment ago, like if you could just be more aware, mm-hmm. if you could just like I kind of picture like you're at a crossroads or a four-way yeah. intersection and you have that split second. It's like if you forget, like yeah. you're not paying attention or you're in a daze and you're quickly approaching your exit, mm-hmm. but there's like four lanes yeah. before you get there. And it's like that quick of a decision where you have to, in some cases, risk it all to get to where you need to go. But you have a split second to decide, I'm not going to gossip. Yeah. You know, I love that picture that you you shared of Danielle and our, our prayer team and our intercessors praying, you know, so faithful that they come together and pray, but mm-hmm. they also you know, it just, you know, made me feel cool to know that we have that kind of backing around yeah. our church that it's covered in prayer. But even just that illustration of like the products of going to someone versus going to God. Mm-hmm. And then this is what follows and yeah. this is what follows. And so, you know, with everything that you talked about um, and maybe even just for the sake of it being the Christmas season officially, um, how would you think? You know, like you said, it kind of transitioned from into John talking about God's love. Mm -hmm. Um, How would you speak encouragement into someone that might be listening? Uh, Because we know that these holiday seasons aren't always the easiest Um, for most people. They're probably pretty challenging. How can you take what you talked about today and maybe encourage someone to apply that to their lives, even outside of this Christmas season, but just in general, um, to really uh, take a step in the right direction of maybe avoiding gossip and anger, or maybe even just sitting in the peace that does come with really realizing God's love for you and that yeah. agape love. Yeah, I guess, I guess maybe the, the first thing um, would be since we're in this time, um, celebrating the the birth of Jesus and um, why he came on earth um, really is to just focus on him, Emmanuel, God with us. Um, maybe just consider that. And then maybe, maybe if you are in um, a season where you have bitterness or anger towards someone, um, just try going to God in prayer and laying that down. Um, I know it, it, it doesn't sound uh, it doesn't sound like maybe going to prayer, praying to God would solve anything, but I guarantee you that it will, because God will help to change your heart towards that person. Right. Um, and then, and then you may find yourself instead of venting to God about the offense that they've done to you, instead you'll find yourself praying for them and, right. and wishing them well. Um, I, I think the important thing to remember is that God so loved the world that He sent his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And I mentioned in my message that someone has to die for there to be reconciliation. And so if you're angry with someone, or if you find yourself gossiping, um, you need to lay your life down 
just as Jesus laid down his life for you, you need to lay your life down so that there's there can be reconciliation between you and that person. And here's another thing too, when you were talking about, you know, you're at a crossroads or you're coming up on that exit uh, to get off the highway. Um, I, I think a lot of times we may find ourselves going down a rabbit hole where we realize we're gossiping, but then we keep doing it. I know I've been there. Uh, instead, when you realize that, just pray that the spirit would prompt you to just stop, right. walk away, right. um, because it's not worth it. And it's funny, as you were talking about the exit ramps, I heard somebody say before something along the lines of like, even if you miss that exit ramp, the next one leads to the same place. Right. It leads back to God's truth, back to God's love. So just whatever, whatever exit sign you see, take it, you know, yeah. and then start, start walking in love instead of anger or jealousy um, because really that leads to hate mm -hmm. in the gospel or the, uh, the letter first John says what Jesus said, hate is murder. Right. And so, yeah, that's I good. guess that's what I'd have to say. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how well that uh, fell under the Advent season. But. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. Good plug. Uh, but man, I appreciate you uh, letting me fill in for you to, yeah. you know, discuss. Yeah, it was great god's word this morning um but for those of you listening go ahead and uh click share send it to your friends and family and we hope uh that you enjoyed the word today um next week we continue along with our series uh with a study on first john 4 the whole chapter and so it should be a lot of fun but pastor ray i'll let you leave them with your signature sure, that's a yeah. wrap if you want sure and that's a wrap <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.